Tower of London? Uh, it was built in the early 11th century during the Norman Conquest by William the Conqueror. Um, as Dr. Sandberg said yesterday, it's been used as a lot of different things. Currently it holds the crown jewels, it's been used as a prison, used to imprison people like Sir Walter Raleigh and other crazy people, or just people that the King and Queen didn't like. Um, my topic that I'm talking about today is Lewis as a medieval scholar. Um, so it's kind of hard to like tie it in besides the like, medieval castle from you know, the very, very early 1000s. Um, so Lewis as a medieval scholar, he was very steeped and influenced by um, medieval writing and medieval texts. He wrote an entire book called The Discarded Image, which is his explanation of medieval culture. Um, and how he described it is, we often think of the Middle Ages as sort of the age of authority, mainly the authority of the church, but in actuality, the Middle Ages was a time that brought a lot of different cultures and artifacts and writings all together and sort of uh, amalgamized them in this one giant odd concoction or sort of under the banner of Christianity. So we've all gone through the wit sequence or CP, so I'm assuming we've all read at least a bit of the Divine Comedy. Yeah. Yep. All right, so that's a prime example of a text from the Middle Ages. So Dante utilizes the medieval cosmos model. You have these concentric rings going out from Earth, um, these different circles of heaven. Lewis liked that sort of model of heaven a lot. He was a Neoplatonist himself, so he believed in sort of this divine nature of heaven that stemmed down in different levels of perfection all the way down to Earth, which is sort of the imperfect. If you read his space trilogy, you get that a lot. Um, Michael Ward, who hopefully we're going to meet, right? Michael Ward wrote this fantastic book called the uh, called Planet Narnia, in which he proposes this theory that Lewis actually utilized this medieval model, these different seven rings of heaven, to write his own series, um, the Narnia Chronicles. So his idea is that each book uh, stems from a different heavenly sphere. For, so for example, the silver chair is the moon, uh, the dawn trader is the sun, horseman's boy is mercury, etc., etc., etc. And as I said before, the space trilogy, the ransom trilogy, if you will, also utilizes that um, medieval model because there's this one line in Out of the Silent Planet where Lewis um, is traveling through outer space and he says, I'm paraphrasing, I don't remember the exact quote, but he says, he had thought of space before as this cold, empty vacuity, but in traveling in space, he now sees it as this beautiful, abundant, bountiful um, ocean of life with the stars and the Milky Way and all these beautiful things surrounding him. And now he sees planets as simply islands floating around in that beautiful ocean. So it kind of inverts our perception of the world and our place in the universe as a whole. We are not the center of it, Rather, we are just floating around in the heavens, this beautiful ocean, and we need to sort of assimilate ourselves to that. It really puts things in perspective, flips things on its head. So. All right, thank you. Yeah.